0: Welcome to the Sin of Our Fathers podcast. I'm your host, Mark Kuhn, joined as always by my oldest brother, Michael Kuhn. I'm in a closet, just a different closet than I'm usually in. Always in closets. And my middle brother, Matthew Kuhn.
1: He's kind of Harry Potter-esque in that regard.
0: <laughs> yeah, except he was the favorite I son by far. <laughs> I
2: closet yet. This one's nice. It's got cedar lining. Um, I'm in North Carolina on vacation and... Uh, yeah, it smells better in this closet than the one at my house.
1: Who is who is the fat bratty kid that is the oldest? That, that's Dudley. more Dudley. That's Dudley. more Michael style than, than Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Living the posh
0: lifestyle upstairs. Yeah, exactly. Just getting fed constantly, doughing up. Who's Harry under the closet? Is it me or is it you? I don't know.
1: I think the middle child is always the most neglected. Yeah. But just ignored. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's okay. Yeah, i can sorry about that.
2: I yeah, you have a lot of talents that weren't uncovered until later in life. Yeah. That yeah. sounds about
1: right. Po- post-puberty, really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Pre-puberty, Matthew was awful. I'm glad none of you guys have to experience it.
2: <laughs> um, if everybody can't tell, we're trying to avoid talking about the Browns um, in any way possible because there's not a whole lot of good to talk about. In that same
0: vein... As always, we got to call Grandpa, and we didn't talk very much about the Browns at all. He actually just made the dog move and proposed to his girlfriend, Nancy. So he is going to tell us. Fancy Nancy. Fancy Nancy. Nancy's the sweetest. Nancy, if you're listening, we all love you very much, and we can't wait for you to join the family. He has a little story about how that whole engagement process went down. We were talking with uh, Matthew's wife, Sarah Caitlin, earlier.
1: Hello. Hey, Grandpa. It's Matthew here with Mark and Sarah Kate too.
3: Hey, Grandpa. <laughs> Hello, Sarah. <laughs> how are you doing?
0: We're so good. Tell us about your big news.
3: <laughs> we're well, also we're excited too, Sarah Kate. We certainly are. We think we made the right decision here. Grandpa. So.
0: what what did you yeah. do?
3: Yeah. Tell us tell us how it happened. Oh well, I got I got down on one knee, you know, and I I expressed my love. Oh. <laughs> what did you no. say? Yeah.
0: Recite it for us, Grandpa. Yeah. What was your spiel?
3: <laughs> I was sitting in a chair. And she came over. She was she was out she was out somewhere. She came in a chair. Came in and said, "I said, 'Mary, sit on my lap.'" And so then she came and sat on my lap, and she said, what? I said, will you marry me? And she didn't say anything. Oh, no. And <laughs> so, oh, then, no. So, then, so then she got up and sat on the couch, and I thought, well, that's it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a
3: no. So the, the next day, she comes over to my house, uh, and the first thing she said was, yes. <laughs>
1: oh,
2: she just had to think about it for a minute.
3: <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's
2: awesome.
3: I was waiting for you guys to call me about the game. Well, that's uh, what that's
1: what we were trying to call you about right now, but you usurped uh, us. You had bigger news than another Browns loss.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Much bigger. The first, the first pass that that horse's ass throws was in an interception. Yeah, and the, and the and the last play of the game, he fumbles the ball away, and they score another touchdown. Two touchdowns were his fault. If it wasn't for those two touchdowns, they could have had that game pretty close and almost won. You know, it's, it's, uh, I don't know how long they're going to put up with that guy. He, he does. He makes one good play and and, and makes three bad ones to make up for it they come so close to winning but they always screw up someplace like they, <laughs> they forgot to play the fourth down again the fourth quarter again you know <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: grandpa what do you think about peyton manning there's some talk of peyton manning um interviewing for a front office position at the browns
3: well i tell you what i i uh, i always liked peyton manning i never cared for his brother uh ever, ever since that debacle with uh, with the Rivers and uh the the Chargers and they drafted him and he would said he would never play for them and all that bullshit. That after that I never had any use for him. Yeah, it's kinda <laughs> so. of,
1: kind of John Elway esque. Do you remember when Elway did that with the Colts?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember what Elway did to us. That's why I I could <laughs> I could never warm up to the Broncos. <laughs> Anybody that beats them, I'm on, I'm on their side. Well, you know, well, I, I, they, nobody ever forgets about the drive, you know. I said, God damn it, I'm sick of hearing about the drive where Elway won the game in the last 15 seconds or something. You know, I, I, I'm just so sick of hearing about that. Nobody ever forgets about it. They always keep throwing it up, you know. And It's, it's about time to put it to bed, you know i agree one, one, one damn play that was like that 15 years ago <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was more than 15 years ago grandpa
3: i think it was like 30, <laughs> 30 years ago you
1: got your timetable messed up
3: i don't know i was track of time so yeah I don't, I don't
1: even think i was alive for that i certainly wasn't
3: uh if uh, if they have dayton manning and by God, dude, I hope you're right that uh, that there's some talk about him going in the front office? It is, I hate to say this, Matthew, but to kick those lawyers the hell out of there and just some football people in there.
0: Wait, Grandpa, um, do you not follow Jeremy in Akron?
3: The what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was
0: the uh, perfect response,
1: Grandpa. Don't kick the lawyers out of there. The lawyers have been doing a dang good job. <laughs>
3: Well, they could be. They could be. They could use some help. You know, this is probably not their area of expertise. And uh, if if the Browns get Peyton Manning, uh, I'll be I'll be happier now. I think that's a great thing. I always liked him. He was a hell of a quarterback. And he, I'm sure that he is a damn good judge of of talent. I would say that. Uh, when did you see, When did you hear this rumor?
1: Um it's kind of been floating around for the last 2 weeks. Um, oh really? Peyton Peyton is a good friend of Jimmy Haslam's. So ever ever since Jimmy bought the team it's kind of been um kind of something that's been bandied about that might happen uh, maybe, but
3: maybe they could put a uniform on him. Yeah. I mean honestly he <laughs> I can't would not that it. bad, right? He'd be
0: better than anyone we got right now. <laughs>
3: I bet he's be a damn sight better than what we got. I don't know how long they're going to stick with these guys. They're going to they're going to draft another rookie quarterback and go through the same shit all over again in another year. You know, when you draft a quarterback, the chances are that he's not going to play the first year because they're, 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 the the the, the uh, position is just too complicated. Now you you draft a defensive lineman. He doesn't have the little goddamn thing. You poke them in sticks, feed them <laughs> raw meat, and say, go get them. You know.
1: <laughs> All right, Grandpa. Well, we'll let you go here. Okay. We'll let you go um, hang uh, out with your fiance.
3: Okay, I won't see you Wednesday, Mark, but I'll see everybody else.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll miss you, Grandpa
3: okay i'll miss you too all right thanks for calling guys yeah love you love you grandpa see you soon love you love you too bye-bye
1: i don't know if it was the engagement grandpa was getting nostalgic on us he (laughs) had a whole bunch of things to say talking about the drive bringing up bringing up old wounds i think (laughs) he said michael you missed this man i'm jealous you missed this he said that the drive he's
0: like i'm so furious about the drive like but people are bringing up, they'll never forget that drive. It happened freaking 15 years ago. <laughs>
2: 15? 15? That's so good.
1: I know. It I know. was more than 30. I know. It was at least 30. Double it. Yeah.
0: You... <laughs> that's oh, hilarious. that's so good. It's so funny. Uh, it's just like once you get, it's just his his
1: perception of time. He's like, oh,
0: I don't know anymore. Time's flying by so fast.
1: I mean he's eighty now; he was probably fifty when the, or just about fifty when the drive happened. Yeah. I mean yeah. you probably just feel pretty much the same.
0: Your life uh, doesn't change that much from when you're fifty to when you're
2: eighty. No no no, so
0: or quite frankly, from when you're thirty to when you're eighty. how do you feel,
1: Michael?
2: Um, I wouldn't know. I haven't actually hit that uh particular uh digit yet, but Mark, it's Mark coming rapidly. <laughs>
1: Mark has no idea how old you are. No,
0: I know he's 29, but 13, 29. It didn't sound also as good. doesn't
2: know where my birthday is, Mark. What day is my birthday?
0: April 19th.
1: <laughs> wrong.
0: <laughs> I was just going to go with the confidence. I was just going to confidently say something. April 20, 29th? March 19th. Uh, wrong March 19th. again. March 19th.
1: Not Michael's birthday. <laughs>
0: Whose birthday is March 19th? That's my birthday, you dumbass. Good, good, to know. <laughs> good to know. I'll
2: write that down. Um, just so everyone knows how close the brothers we are, um, Mark has now admitted in, in the public sphere that he does not know our birthdays.
0: Guys, I don't know anyone's
2: birthdays except for my
0: own, and that's a struggle. Like, I, I just, birthdays are not important to me in any way. And there's some mental block that will not allow me to learn your guys' birthdays. I don't know what it is. It's so simple. We've had this conversation countless times.
2: Anyway. Yeah, it's why I keep thinking that you'll actually remember the next time because, um, yeah, anyway. It's, it's pretty. I forgive you. My birthday's April 10th, April for the 10th. record. All right,
0: April March, 10th. All right, I got it written down here March 19th, Matthew, April 10th.
1: While we're talking about things that we're not going to remember, this is Brown's football game. Michael, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Alright.
2: Who's got who's got their I don't know take. what was worse, watching it the first time or watching it the second time. Why'd you do that to yourself, man? It was pretty painful. I almost turned it off about five different times. <laughs> the time I almost turned it off <laughs> was right after we scored the great touchdown from Duke Johnson. Yeah. Because I knew we weren't gonna do anything <laughs> else on offense the
1: yeah. entire rest of the game. Absolutely. That would be painful. This game like I came out of it, and I don't feel like I, I don't feel like my opinion changed at all. Like I didn't learn anything from this game. Like I came in knowing that our defense was pretty good and we could stop the run. We did that fairly well. I mean, they just ran the ball a million times, and so they got over hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But it was like a three point two yard average, and I yep. knew that our offense was terrible.
2: On the season, for the record, the Jaguars were averaging like 4.8 or 4.9 yards per carry. So we kind of stayed right close to what we've been allowing, and they didn't come anywhere close to what they've been getting. So that was a good sign for us.
0: Well, it was actually really interesting. This entire game was like a flip of what every other Browns game has looked like. Like, I feel like we played horrible, and besides that fumble right there at the end, I felt like we were in the game. Normally, I feel like we play pretty good, and the game gets away from us right there at the end. But I really don't. We, we hung in this game for a lot longer. It was because Blake Bortles is awful, and they just tried to run the ball the entire time so we could stop their offense. But I felt like we hung in this game longer than we should have. Corey Coleman looked good.
2: Yep. Um, That's a huge positive. I'm kind of on board with you uh, taking the approach of just uh, talking about the positives. Yeah. Corey because... Coleman looked
0: good. Um, what else? Josh Gordon and... coming back to practice this week.
2: And we don't have to go there that far. Let's let's no, recap on.
1: let's no, finish let's recap go. in this miserable no, game. Positives. Um other positives. James Duke Borges. Johnson for the six touches for the six touches he got were really good. Yeah. No, Duke Duke's amazing. We're just saving him for next year when we're actually trying to win. That's what's happening.
2: Uh it blows my mind that we can't get him more touches than we've been giving
1: him. He's tiny a little time.
0: His fetus body can't handle that many touches. <laughs> <laughs> He literally just can't handle it.
1: It's like the running back version of Colt McCoy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Colt McCoy. I'm a fetus. (laughs) Michael, where did that joke come from? Wasn't that one of your friends that came up with it? You guys, we've said that for so long. I have no idea. It's just like ingrained. To to catch everybody, at, at some point it came into our lexicon that... Colt McCoy with his little baby face just, like, had the face of a fetus. <laughs> so, and he's this tiny little guy just playing quarterback. And so we've just always got the biggest kick out of the fact that, like, Colt McCoy is just this little, like, baby out there he playing quarterback.
0: He literally looks like an infant in a, like, football helmet.
1: He played
2: like one, too. So to get back to the game, yeah. I am convinced that our first win is going to come in the first game where we end on the positive side of the turnover battle. I am not positive about this, but I'm pretty sure that that has not happened yet so far in this entire season. And once we finally get on the positive side of the turnover battle, I think we'll finally win. We just can't Did that resist last giving week? the ball over. Last week, let's think about that.
1: They I'm all run sure. together I it, at this point. I, I, can't I think remember. it was
2: even. I think it ended up being we know because there was... Deshaun threw that interception at the very end. At the very end of the game. But it didn't he matter. He threw the interception at the very end of the game. It ended up being even. Well... Yeah.
0: yeah, it really didn't matter. We should have... We got plenty of turnovers that helped us in good field position last week. And we still squandered it. We still squandered it. Anyway, other positives. Matthew, you said Burgess... Burgess was a positive. He played well. He well, got in there in the run game. He had 16 tackles. Games. Are you serious?
1: 16 tackles. Wow. And um I mean to be fair, I think that's probably what he succeeds at is stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Um he seems to be that type of linebacker, not a coverage guy. And so playing the jags is probably the easiest assignment that he could he If you hear gotten. that
2: that's one of my children crying in the background. <laughs> Yes, we can.
1: Fa- yep. Father of the Year.
2: Yep, Father of the uh, Completely In the ignoring my children <laughs> while I'm talking about my favorite football team. Um, <laughs> yep, yeah, that's Father of the Year status right there.
1: As your children are inflicted with pink eye and that you gave them a virus or whatever else they have at the moment. We've
2: uh, we've come out on the other side of that. They're just overtired from not sleeping enough on vacation. That's basically where we're at at the that's moment. Awesome. All right, so
0: Burgess had 16 tackles. He played the entire game.
1: He he played amazing. Yeah, Uh, uh, he He really did. I think it was three tackles for loss. He was great. If we can get that from James Burgess the rest of the year, that'll go a long way to replacing Jamie Collins' production. Um, Mm -hmm. And even going into next year, knowing that we have four linebackers that can play um, is a huge, a huge positive.
2: Another um, piece, too, as we're talking about the defense – they they jaguars only really scored one touchdown if you don't count the very last second touchdown recovery at the end and it was a blown coverage by Derek kindred he basically on a short bit field. On the yep. run fake you can just totally tell and it. left mercedes lewis wide open which brings me to no, normally the safety we have that's leaving um people wide open is jabril peppers and he actually played pretty well had that nice pass breakup like I felt like he was playing more instinctively and actually getting up around the ball than I've seen in the past
1: he looked a lot more comfortable I think in that role and maybe that was because just lack of opportunity like the Jags weren't really throwing it deep he didn't have many opportunities to like pop but right in, in the spots where he did have to make a play he seemed to make a play pretty well he had that one really good hit where yeah. he knocked the ball
0: loose as the receiver was catching it. That was really exciting.
2: Yeah. And Mark, you mentioned it before, but on the offensive side, Corey Coleman did look pretty great
0: against
1: the I mean, best corner he... in the league right now. Yeah. He... Jalen Ramsey yeah, is absolutely. a stud.
2: And Jalen Carter Ramsey. Couldn't... Oh, yeah. You're yeah, absolutely right. Totally. I mean, it's not like he completely lit it up, but for his first game back after not playing well, since week like, two, to go heads up against Jalen Ramsey the entire game and come away with something like it was seventy or eighty yards. Wasn't yeah, it? it was six
1: receptions, eighty yards, something like that. I mean, when look, that was half of our offense.
2: Look at what
0: AJ Green did against Jalen Ramsey a couple of weeks ago. He lost his crap and then got ejected from the game. Corey Coleman is more mentally strong than AJ Green, and that's what I'm picking up. <laughs>
2: Oh man!
1: No, I mean All right. Corey showed that in the preseason too. Like he looked amazing in the preseason, was showing out. Like looked like he had made a leap from year one to year two, where he was a, a true number one, like go to receiver. And his first game back to have him back and, and do that, I think, is impressive.
0: Yeah, I think I think the real problem with in like press conferences that I've seen in interviews is that Corey just had a really tough time grasping the offense because like the the big He's thing dumb. Or, he, yeah, let's he, just say he, it. he's not—he's dumb. Well, you know he—he's less than his his intelligence is less than ideal. We'll say that. <laughs> um, let's let's put it gently. Um, but like, whenever he was at Baylor, he only ran—that was the big dig on him in the scouting report—is he only ran three routes, right? And so like, he had—he's a good route runner. He's like figured it out. But I think he, that's why he's taken such a huge step forward in his second year. But like, just thinking about him and Josh Gordon side by side. That's huge. Like that's that's gonna be a totally different offense for Deshaun Kaiser to operate under. And he is going to look a lot better, Deshaun is. Um, or the next quarterback we have is gonna look a lot better just having those weapons on the field.
1: With those two guys, Najoku and Duke Johnson, mm. plus whatever fifth person you want to throw out there, like that's an incredible amount of weapons to give to oh, an yeah. inexperienced quarterback to put in a situation to thrive. If like, we
0: if we with all those weapons don't win another game for the rest of the year, by all means, fire Hugh Jackson. That's my vote. Yep. Like the, that's that's a good team that we have as far as yep. how good our defense has been, stopping the run. How impressive McCourty and um, Taylor have been, at least
2: by the numbers. And
1: well, how many no, offensive McCarty weapons we have? B B
2: C. Taylor's not exactly looking too good yeah, by Taylor, the numbers.
1: Taylor's not the best, but. Uh, He's certainly not the reason our defense struggles when it does. We are
2: going to hurt on defense significantly without Emmanuel Ogba for the rest of the year. Broke his foot, is going to be out the rest of the year. That is going to make a huge difference, like especially in our run defense.
1: I agree. Um, our other two defensive ends who will fill in, Nassib and Orchard, tend to struggle on run defense. Uh, mm-hmm. They they tend to and they're not
2: exactly stellar in pass rush either. So no, uh, what do they do? <laughs>
1: they're not they're very limited uh, players. They, sh- Are they they tend to struggle. I thought Nassib played really well actually this week in filling duty. Um, he he blew up a bunch of runs. He he was active, got some pressure. So hopefully he can um, take advantage of this opportunity. I imagine he would start.
2: Yep, I would have to imagine. Uh, but he, there's a lot of big runs where he gets beat and he's not able to contain his edge. Yeah, he and... gets he
1: gets sealed off too easy sometimes because he dives in trying to beat the guy for speed inside and runs himself out of the play.
3: Which yep. is another thing Shamar that Miles Taylor. Garrett
1: does sometimes oh, well. too. And I don't know enough about the defense if if he is. Like vacating his position when he, it looks like he's stunting inside with nobody coming around. Um, and he's taking his blocker with him, but there's no linebacker to fill that backside. So I don't know if the linebackers are getting caught up and not reading it and they're supposed to fill it, or if Garrett is diving inside and advocating yeah. that, um, that space. That it looks like he's
2: been that happened really bad against the lions on one play it was on their like first play of a position i don't know if you remember this last week and when he got pulled off the field he got lit into by um by greg williams so it clearly was his fault that he did not maintain contain on that particular play um and anyways um but while we're talking about miles garrett did you guys see any of the replays on that one play? He ended up getting to Blake, but Blake got rid of the ball. But he just literally shoved Cam Robinson off of him to the ground and then just, like, got right on top of Blake Bortles. I love to see it.
0: Yeah, he, it was beautiful. Hit, he hit Blake pretty good on that play. I was disappointed that he didn't own Cam Robinson a little bit more. I thought that that was going to be a complete domination.
2: They put help on his side a handful of times, Um i noticed uh, um but even still that often
1: like yeah that's true it's true there's not that many opportunities and the the opportunities there were he was getting double teamed and i i think he had a fun game um
2: yeah no he did have a good game he caused some pressure and he had that play even on that play i wonder if a more experienced pass rusher gets the ball Because he was there, he was in perfect position, he had all the balance in the world. Like, it wasn't a situation where he was, like, falling and had to, like, tackle him. But he was in position where he should have gone after Blake's arm and got the ball out. And I was a little bit disappointed that we weren't able to force a turnover on that play.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but at least he can recover a fumble. I mean, he's the only damn guy (laughs) on our team who can (laughs) grab a freaking ball.
0: It was literally the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen against Jacksonville. It was like the ball was lubed up for every single Cleveland player. Just, It was unreal.
1: Just you KY when jelly the wrestling. game, just.
0: <laughs> Every Browns player has KY jelly on their hands. That's the problem with the receivers. Why
2: the <laughs> <laughs> that's why the receivers can't catch. Uh, receivers can't catch. We can't recover a fumble. It's a KY problem. Yeah.
1: It's a giant social <laughs> marketing experiment. Oh,
0: and man. that brings us hey, to look. our first sponsor of the podcast, <laughs>
1: KY
0: Jelly. <laughs> G-
2: <laughs> Thanks
0: so much for your partnership. Go Browns.
1: Uh, uh,
2: if only we were There's so many jokes to know. be made. There's yeah. so many <laughs>
1: jokes that are not appropriate, and I want to say it.
2: Uh, all right, let's move on. Is there anything else we have to say about this uh, miserable football game that didn't tell us anything about either team? Um, the one thing that I have to say about
0: the game, I mean, that game went exactly how we predicted. Actually, exactly how Jens predicted. Um, he, he
2: almost had the score. If they had just gone for the extra point, he would have had the score yeah. dead on. Yeah. yeah. We he had predicted a, 20 to 7. We had yeah. a
0: genius on our podcast last week, and we were all witnesses. German um, genius. I love that guy
1: fun fair germans are so cool
0: i know if i had his accent i would just be going on podcasts all across the country every chance i could get and i'd be beloved it's amazing um so one one positive from the game is that telvin smith who had that interception and recovered the fumble in the end zone was on my fantasy team this week so... <laughs> <like> 23 points <laughs> yeah. or something stupid it was awesome i got like i got like 20 flat from him so
2: that's pretty pretty exciting on the flip side, I was playing someone who had Christian Kirksey, who had two of our sacks in the game, and there a forced fumble.
1: There you go. Oh, Kirk but, but really nothing's worse than my fantasy experience. The guy I was playing against started Tyrod <laughs> Taylor, who didn't even start the freaking game, and he finished with twenty freaking points because <laughs> freaking Nathan Peterman can't keep the ball to himself.
0: And you, and you lost, Peterman. right, Matthew? Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. Oh,
2: that that is good. You you win. <laughs> you
0: lost to a team that wasn't even paying attention. I know it's you, the worst. It's it's the worst to like care about something so much and then lose to someone who doesn't care <laughs> doesn't at all. At all. <laughs> like it's just like it was, they accidentally beat you and you're trying your hardest. <laughs>
2: Uh, all right. What other right. Browns topics do we have to discuss? Honestly, Josh I th-
0: Gordon. Exactly. Exactly. That's like the He's main back. topic of the week is that Josh Gordon's going to be back. He's going to be practicing. He's going to get in with the offense. Deshaun Kaiser's is going to have a little bit more fun in practice. Hugh Jackson's going to open his new toy soon.
2: Kind of a weird comment, honestly. Hey, he's excited. He does, There's not a whole lot to be excited about if you're the head coach of the Cleveland Browns at the moment. So the fact that he gets a potential top three receiver in the NFL back at his disposal, absolutely. I, I just hope it has a positive effect on the rest of the team. Um, and these guys can keep their heads up a little bit and get excited about uh, the weeks coming up. I just hope we'll see. to everything
0: that he's sober that he stays sober like that's that's like the main so he's
2: so he's living with greg little really do we think that's a good thing or a bad thing
1: no i I really don't know know about greg little to know if that's a good thing or a bad thing why is greg is greg little on our practice squad no he's not in the nfl (laughs) they're just just buds oh okay they're just hanging out yeah because greg Greg, Little's not doing anything why the
2: heck did he move to cleveland To be with Josh Gordon and ride his coattails and maybe help him? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, awesome. maybe I hope so. Maybe
1: Greg's a good dude. Like I have no idea. Maybe he's like the like consistency and security that he needs. I don't know.
0: Didn't you know someone that was dating Greg Little?
1: Yeah, one of my law school friends yeah. uh, got asked out by Greg Little once.
0: What did your law school friend say about Greg Little? I don't Little? I'll have to text her. Was it They're a classy like – kinda... did he ask her out like in a classy way or was it like, yo, girl, your mom would try to let you date? <laughs> so oh, I'm not nice. really sure. But could have been anything. We'll
1: yeah cool
2: well all right so matthew you have some homework why don't you text and find some more information yeah. out about
1: greg a little please. all right I'll,
2: I'll find out let's hope you actually get a passing grade on your homework assignment because yeah. mark is failing miserably <laughs> on his uh, young sheldon assignment i literally i think about watching
0: young sheldon once a week every monday night while we're on the podcast <laughs> and then somehow it just completely slips my mind until next time
1: all right, we're downloading it onto your phone or your computer or something, and you're watching it on your flight up to Connecticut to your girlfriend's house.
0: I will do that. I will. I'll watch Young Sheldon. Right, that's it's not a, fair a promise, deal. honestly.
2: <laughs> anyway, okay. all right. So, Michael, um, you wanted to talk...
0: Hear...
2: Go ahead. Yeah, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this whole Jimmy Haslam players meeting. They sit down with the players, basically, from what I can tell, trying to tell them that they don't want to lose and they want these guys to keep their heads up and to stick it out and that they believe in them and they appreciate all their hard work how, how do we view this like is this a positive thing what, what do you guys think i mean
0: it's i don't think it's ever a negative thing whenever like the head honcho the main guy comes down and is trying to address everybody and rally the troops right Yeah. So, But I also, I don't know. Like, it's just like if this is the first time that he's showing up and, like, addressing and talking to the team, it's like, hey, guys, I know that you've lost nine straight games and, like, it's all miserable and bad, but, like, I just want to say now is the time that we're going to, like, kick it into gear. Like, if he hasn't established a relationship, if he hasn't been constantly present, then I think it can have the opposite effect. If it's just like, oh, this guy's coming in just because he wants to, like, not own the second 0-16 team like, then the players aren't, it's not going to be beneficial.
1: I don't know, I think I've got to take it as a positive. I I think he probably did it because of all the stuff that's been talked about in the media regarding the front office and himself and Hugh Jackson and the uncertainty of it all. I think it's got to take a toll on the players um, to rebuild every two years and think about, like, getting a new head coach and, like, Everything that you're building is is gonna go to crap. Um, so I, I think it's probably good for them to just hear that, like we still support you and we're not like giving up on on yeah, that well. aspect. And I think there's been talk that the Browns are like trying to lose, which I think is crap. Um, That's ridiculous. And so I I think that would be hard as a player, like to go out there and in the back of your mind maybe thinking this team isn't trying to win. Um, so to hear it from the the top that no we're trying to win and we want to win and um like we want you to go out every week and, and do the best you can i think that's huge
0: i mean look at the team against Jacksonville. look at the way that we played we wanted to win that game yep. we tried very hard to win that game like there was some reports of it getting like chippy before the game and we were chippy in the middle of the game like that was a team that wanted to win that's ridiculous freaking tayshaun gibson too what a piece of work Tayshawn Gibson, a
1: little come, prick.
0: come to my house. You, you d- DM me on Twitter, Tayshaun, and I'm going to mince words with you, sir. I have some things to say to Sean. What do you think about it, Michael? I know yeah, you've thought about it. We
2: take a chance on you as the undrafted free agent. We make a career for you, and then you just go ahead and take a dump on the team that just really like gave you the career that you've got. We made you. Nice move. I mean, All right. you don't have to Can we stop be talking a... about the Browns and... No, no, uh, I want you to...
0: You comment on that. Talk what do you, about what something you, else. Michael, what do you think about Jimmy Haslam addressing the team? You've had some
2: time to think about it. Um, honestly, it's the first thing I've heard out of our front office and ownership that's given me a little bit of hope that they will stick it out more or less. I hope so. And that they might actually stick to the plan as they laid it out from the very beginning. And I still think it'll take a couple wins and continued progress over the last um, six games. Mm -hmm. But, like, for them to have that conversation with the players, like, it then becomes hard for them to really blow it up. If they, like, are trying to get them to stick with and be confident in the plan and the fact that they're building towards something. Um, So, I... I don't know that I've had a whole lot of reasons to be confident in Jimmy and D Haslam. And this inches me a little bit more in that direction. I think that's all that I can say. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, you're right, Michael. I think we should talk about something other than the Browns. We'll move on to my epic victory in the lines last week where my coin went. What did my coin? What did my coin do last week? What did it do? Undefeated. Undefeated. Three for three.
1: I think I was 0-3, wasn't I? Or did I win the Thursday night game? Yeah.
0: Matthew, me flipping a coin oh, to pick can. each game. You went 0-3. Me over flipping 3. a coin to pick each game and getting it right every time. What is that?
1: Sample size issue. And that's exactly <laughs> what that is. But I'll take
0: it this time. Oh, man. So, yeah, He's Matthew feels and so Mark good. went in
2: complete opposite directions. And I'm dominating Mark, now, aren't I? Mark uh, established his lead. I'm killing it. You're leading by a good margin now. Um, and I actually lead because What, what Matthew is that good margin? So Give bad. me hard numbers. Um, I need to know. I am f- All right, Mark is in the lead by two games That's over me right? and I'm oh, leading yeah. you by another one game. So you're a full <laughs> three games behind Mark. <laughs> oh
0: my how the tables um, have turned.
1: The good news. This is cuz I've been one picking side my note. games so I- to like opposite of Mark. Like, if Mark flips a damn coin, mm. I, I want it to be interesting, and so I just pick whatever the hell is opposite, whether I think so or not. Oh, yeah. Well, Excuses. you're supposed to pick who you think's going to win.
0: That's how this whole you're game supposed to works. Pick that's who you think's
1: going to
2: win, so that's like, how that's...
0: all of this works, Matthew. How did you not understand? <laughs> this is the simplest game. You pick who you think's going to win based
2: on the lines. Okay, two notes. Two notes. First, I realized before, um, after we made our picks last week, I was like, man, I seem to really be missing on all of these Browns picks. So I went through the whole season. I had not picked a Browns game correctly the entire year, according to the line. (laughs) That's incredible. I had missed every single one. And it's not like I picked them to win or that I picked them to cover every single time. I missed every single one. Time until this out, week. I also I picked point the Jaguars out, to cover, and I got that one right. I will nice. also point out
1: that I've been wrong on the Browns pick within the last minute of both games the last two weeks. That's true. The, Brown, only... the Browns had covered until that last touchdown.
0: We only didn't cover because Deshaun yep. Kaiser
2: fumbled it into the end zone, which is absurd. Yeah, hilarious. That's what it is. Yeah, the Browns are good at that. Yeah. So here's the here's the good news, Matthew. You are down, uh, what do we say, three games.
1: Three games. I and we're at.
2: switching it up this week. We're going to pick four games because we're going to pick all the Thursday games Ooh. for Thanksgiving. Opportunity. <coughs> Plus the Browns game. So there's opportunity in front of us. First game is Minnesota at Detroit, and the Vikings are favored by two and a half. Matthew, since you keep blaming this on picking the opposite of Mark, I'm going to let you make your pick first.
1: All right, I'm gonna, I'll take Detroit here. I'll take uh, Detroit at home on Thanksgiving. Detroit always plays on Thanksgiving. They feel pretty comfortable doing that. I'll take uh, Detroit plus the points.
3: Okay.
1: All uh, right.
0: Well, that's a huge bummer. I really want to pick Minnesota, but my coin picked Detroit. I just. Minnesota looked really good. Point the smarter than you, so Detroit's it, probably going to win. absolutely is. You're right. All right. All right. Fine, Michael. Go ahead. I picked Minnesota.
2: I'm going with the Vikings. Um, their defense has just been so ridiculous. It has. Um, I mean, they gave the the Rams like more than they could handle this week, and everybody was singing the Rams' praises left and right going into that game. So, um, I think it's really based on the defense and those ridiculous wide receivers that the Vikings have. Do you think? I've heard a handful of people say it, and I. I don't care if Bridgewater plays or Case Keenum plays. I think the team is set up that whichever quarterback plays, they are set up to win. Yeah. Um, they're playing good football, and I hate to say it, but Pat Shermer's doing a good job as their offensive coordinator. He's a good offensive coordinator. Terrible head coach. Um, brings us to the next game. I'm
1: freaking Browns.
2: Chargers, <laughs> at. Remember we had Bill Belichick as our head. coach? The next game, as I was <laughs> saying. Is the Chargers
0: the Cowboys, and this is a pick 'em? Oh, oh, it's a straight up pick 'em. Wait, I don't know how to do the. All right, heads heads will be the Clippers, tails will be Dallas. The Clippers. Oh my gosh, why do I keep doing that? (laughs) Clippers. I've done that like fifteen times. Mark Mark officially picked the
1: Clippers, so he lost.
0: (laughs) No, I picked the Chargers. I picked the Chargers. I've done that, Matthew. How many times have I done that?
1: This is the third or fourth time.
0: I've done that four times. I see that L I C and I see I say clippers every time. You don't even watch that much of the Chargers. I watch a decent amount. I pick the Chargers. Um, their offense just looks ridiculous. Matthew, what Dallas looked miserable in their loss this last week to the Eagles. Granted the Eagles are really good, but I really like Mike Lombardi's analysis of um uh said
1: no one ever. No,
0: no, I like Mike Lombardi's analysis of, oh my god <laughs> of what's his, uh... Carson Wentz. Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott. K- Phillip Rivers. This is shameful.
1: Complete.
0: complete. What the know? coach of the Cowboys?
1: Yes. Jason Garrett.
0: Jason Garrett. The coach of the Cowboys? The coach of the Cowboys. Jason the Garrett. The Clapper? The Clapper. I think that's hilarious. Literally, the, the last week was the epitome of that example. Jason, they were winning at halftime, and then Jason Garrett just completely didn't make any coaching adjustments. And then they just got blown out in the second half. They were winning by a few, a few points and then they just got destroyed. And Jason Garrett always blames it on the players and nothing, nothing is his fault. Anyway, moving on. I pick, I pick the chargers.
1: I got to go. Matthew, what's your pick? I got to go. The chargers here too. Um, just because Dallas is looking terrible right now, and I know that goes against my pick last week, but uh, with Tyron Smith out, even if he's back, he's probably not healthy. And Which is exactly to... what I said. I it... know, I know. Shut up. Uh, the that's what I said last week. I, I know. Shut up. I told you to
0: shut up. Guys, stop fighting. Matthew, be, I'm going But you. I was right, so I want
2: you to make sure that you acknowledge it.
0: <laughs> that is not going to sound good on the pad podcast,
1: Matthew. I'm gonna mute you. Um, with Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa coming off the edge, I mean, Lyle Collins hasn't been a great wreck tackle for the Cowboys either. He was much better at left guard last year. Uh, I think they're going to have struggle. So I got to take the Chargers. All right. So that is a
2: clean sweep because I'm also picking the Chargers, especially if uh, Tyron Smith is going to be out. It's kind of the exact same analysis I have as last week. How is that a pick um, up? So we're all going for the Clipper. I mean, Chargers. Michael just um, did it. Let's go. Which brings us. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I was trying to <laughs> trying to make you feel better. I bet. Um, I bet you were. Giants visiting the Washington Redskins. Washington favored by seven. I have a hard time picking this game. Um, but ultimately, I think Washington has just been a more consistent football team this year um they're playing at home so I'm gonna pick with the Redskins but I don't feel great about it uh Mark where are you on this one I'm going with the Redskins as well Kirk Cousins is pissed off after
0: New Orleans coming back and beating them like that um yeah I'm gonna go with the Redskins I mean the Giants are obviously awful Ben McAdoo's lost that team completely but they won a
2: game they did they did win but one they game. beat
0: the Chiefs the Chiefs have they've lost four which helps us in our draft. They've won 2 games and the Chiefs have lost 4 of their last 5 games. Like the Chiefs aren't good either. Like the Giants have talent but they're just not a good team for whatever reason. It's kind of like us. I don't think that they'll win. Washington's going to I'll take I'll take Matthew, the, I'll take, what's the Giants,
1: your I'll take the Giants plus 7. Um, I think they may have figured something out on defense. The Chiefs were the one of the top offenses in the league coming into this week, and they did nothing against the Giants. So I'll take the seven points.
2: There you go. Uh, which leads us to the Browns at Bengals, the rematch. We're heading through the second wave of our run through the division games. Do you guys remember we got the first to see time? see the Bengals trounce us uh, in person. <laughs> and uh, they are favored by eight and a half on their own field this week. So I want to hear what you guys think. What are you looking for in this game? We don't have Agba. We will have our second game with Corey Coleman. Um, do you think Kaiser's going to be able to bounce back? Is the defense going to be solid enough without without Ogba? Um, I went back and forth. What do you guys think are the keys of the game?
1: The first game against the Bengals was by far the worst game that the Browns had played, like in all facets of the game. Um, If we had played against, if we played the Bengals like we played most of the teams we played this year, that game would have been close and we would have had a chance to win. Uh, I don't like what the Bengals are doing on offense. I'm not really scared of their defense. It's eight and a half points. I got to take the Browns. I the these spreads are crazy. Like I'm yep. gonna take the Browns at plus eight and a half each time. We've been close. We just can't win a game. Until
0: Deshaun fumbles it in the back of the end zone at the end of the game. Um
1: <laughs> I'm going I was so mad. I told you <laughs> no, live. Yeah, so I I realized I... that as it was happening.
0: Well, I was I was, I, lost. I was leaving and that was the last thing I said. I had to leave before the clock ended and um I that was the last thing I told Matthew as I walked out the door and I heard him slam his hands down on the floor. In complete disgust, and I had a great rest of the day because of that. Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals plus, well, minus the points. I don't know how that works. Minus Um, the points. Minus the points. Um, Anyway, it's just like we got dominated by them, and I think that we're a much better team than we were at that point in the season, and we had a terrible game. Very untimely turnovers and stuff like that. I really do think we're better, and there's a very strong chance that we come close or even possibly win this game. But the coin, the coin
2: said Bengals. So I'm going Bengals. Okay, cool. So I remember after this game the first time, I thought, gosh darn it, I really wish we'd had Miles Garrett in that first game because the Bengals offensive line is so tr- trash. Mm-hmm. Like, They're garbage on the outside of the tackle positions. And so I think the fact that we do have Garrett back helps us a ton. I would love to see us force some turnovers out of Andy Dalton, some bad decisions at least, um, because they gashed us on those little dink and dunks, those screen passes into the tight ends. If we can uh, get that in check, I like our chances of winning. And uh, like I said earlier, if we come out on the positive end of the turnover battle, um, I see us winning this game not just covering. So I'm definitely going to pick us to cover. Um, I feel good about it. I think the Browns are in an okay spot right now, and I don't think the Bengals are good.
0: All right. Well, there it is. There's all the lines. Picked four games this week. It's going to be a big week. Maybe Matthew can come up from his embarrassing last week. We'll see about that.
1: 4-0, baby.
0: (laughs) That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Looks like Michael's breaking up over there. The connection is... Getting bad. Sorry about that. Um, But as always, please send us an email. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Um, we love to hear from you guys. Thank you to all of our Tokyo listeners. You guys are amazing. And uh, be sure to leave a comment on our um, iTunes podcast feed um, at Sin of Our Fathers
1: send it send us a congratulatory note for grandpa getting engaged we'll, yeah no along.
0: yeah send a picture uh, of yourself congratulating grandpa maybe drinking a beer or whatever however you want to congratulate grandpa he drinks a, whiskey wine, a just, short one
1: yeah <laughs> normally what he does so
2: yeah if you send a picture he might even put it up in his bedroom who knows <laughs> i
0: to be fair just so all the listeners know i never sent grandpa a picture of my girlfriend <laughs> After that comment, I just decided not to. <laughs> I'll show him in person whenever he comes. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Go, Browns.